Coming in at number six is Jesus, Divorce, and Remarriage by Gordon Wedham. This is a very small book. If someone is interested in this topic on a more detailed level, I would recommend Jesus and Divorce by Gordon Wenham and co-authored by William Heff. But this book is a helpful introduction to the topic. It's very short. It's almost like pamphlet size. The only reason I have it higher listed is because I think the topic itself is worthy of investigation and highlighting it's one of the more important topics in the church that Christians need to get a handle on. Wenham is an accomplished Old Testament scholar. He's contributed to reputable ministry publications like Ligonier Ministry. He has Old Testament commentaries that are very good. I use them as a reference in preparation for my sermon series on Genesis that I've been preaching through. Wenham takes the traditional view on marriage, which is that divorce and remarriage is always adultery. That as long as there's a former spouse still alive, it's considered adultery to remarry in the lifetime of that spouse. But if they die, they're free to remarry. Now, his his pastoral applications are weak and inconsistent, but as far as a scholarly argument for an absolute prohibition of remarriage while the spouse still lives, he's a really great resource, if not one of the best resources. In his summary of Jesus's teaching, Wenham says, it appears that all three synoptic gospels regard assent to Jesus's teaching on marriage and divorce as proof of loyalty to the law. There is thus no conflict between the different gospels on how Jesus's teaching should be interpreted. All agree that divorce is contrary to the creator's intention and that remarriage after divorce constitutes adultery, even if the law of Moses or Rome requires divorce for sexual immorality. Wenham cites examples from the early church like the Shepherd of Hermas, Justin Martyr, Clement of Alexandria, and Origen to supplement his biblical exegesis and the no remarriage view. He then goes on to cite a work done by Henry Cruzel, a 20th century Jesuit who also held to the same position. Wenham says, We have looked at the views of only four early Christian writers from the first two centuries of the post-apostolic era. However, the full and definitive study of all the Christian writers in the first five centuries comes to very similar conclusions. That study lists 25 writers and two early councils who rejected remarriage after divorce. This consensus is remarkable, for on a great many issues, the church was divided and rent by fierce controversy including disputes over such central doctrines as the Incarnation, the Trinity, Christology, sin, redemption, and the sacraments. If ever there was a doctrine that fulfilled the Vincentian canon of orthodoxy, what has been believed everywhere, always, and by all, the traditional teaching on divorce and remarriage fulfills it abundantly. Now, Wenham may be overstating his case here, but it is a remarkable consensus in the early church. There were a minority number of dissenting opinions. I think Origen mentions bishops who permitted remarriage contrary to the teachings of Christ. Ambrosiaster is one such writer that affirms remarriage after divorce. But in general, the no remarriage view is certainly the majority view of the early church. It's a good book if you're just getting into the topic. I think Jesus and Divorce by Wenham is better. But if you're also looking for something that takes this issue and applies it to yourself and to your church and to culture and politics, how these things interact with each other, I would recommend Contramundum Swagger by yours truly. Please.